Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are here, Vibing Different, episode three. I cannot believe it's already been three episodes. I'm Kat, and I just really wanna welcome anybody who's listening for the very first time. Welcome to the family, and if you're coming back, welcome back. We are so glad that you would join us. This episode, I'm really excited for it, guys. Before we get into that, we need to talk about some of the heat from last week's episode. I mean, we had Carson, Brooke. Mm. It was just so much fire. If you haven't seen that or listened to it, I highly recommend you to check it out. We are on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, wherever you do your streaming. Mm. So be sure to check it out. But today, I want to welcome you guys to some two new guests. You have not heard from them yet. And even if you go to Greenhouse, you haven't heard them. So they are brand new. Come on. So I'd like to introduce Jose and Asley, my new friends. Can you guys just introduce yourself? Come on. Bro. Yeah. What is up, everybody? I'm so excited to be here. It's Wednesday. So yes. Monday, right? We halfway <laughs> through the week. My name is Jose. I like to say my street name is Zay. So if you see me out in the streets, just say Zay. And I'm so Come excited on. to be here with my twin brother, Come on. <laughs> my name is come on, give some love. Give Asley. Some love. Asley. Some love. So my name is Asley, y'all. Asley Polis. Okay. Uh just I'm excited to be here. I will tell you my whole life story and it goes a little something like this. West side of Gainesville, where I was raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. You can figure <laughs> out the next parts of that. But I'm so excited. I know Greenhouse Shoes, especially, you know, if you're watching the youth as a nation, y'all, y'all have so much power within you. Ah, it's just so amazing. We're going to talk about some good stuff. So make sure you stay tuned because it's going to be really fire. Yeah, I am so excited. So right now at Greenhouse Youth, we are in a series called The Power of Love. Okay. Hello, mm. it's February. Grab your boo if you got one and listen to it. <laughs> and if you don't, it's okay. Um, but we are just going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to get some some brotherly advice. Yeah. I know a lot of you are going to be tempted to click off as soon as you hear love because you're like, I'm actually single. Mm. And so I will not be taking this advice. However, I'd recommend you to keep listening because I think it's time for a fresh perspective on love, yeah. right? I think we could all use it. Um, I know even for me, at least, it's been really crazy just like relearning even what it means like Jesus mm -hmm. loves you. We yeah. all got the shirts. I got one on right now. It's yeah. not a 4th of July shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we hear that all the time. And so we're really just going to get into what does it even mean yeah. to like talk about love, be loved, all that fun stuff. So, of course, I just want to ask you guys a little bit first about yourselves. So you guys work with the youth in our city. Yeah. What do you really do? Yeah. <laughs> so we own a company called Noble Sheep LLC. It started off as being a youth development agency. Mm. Awesome. And then we ended up transitioning to personal development. But then now we've kind of transitioned on just the overall concept of leadership. Yeah. Okay. I think every single kid in youth, uh, whether you're in middle school, elementary, high school, you have the power to influence those mm. that are around mm. you. And so for me, I never... I just got my master's degree in August from UF in leadership development. Go Gators. Uh, double Gator, yes, go <laughs> Gators. And we, I, I struggle to call myself a leader. And so 
whenever it took people like mentors and people discipling mm-hmm. me to bring out that leader in mm-hmm. me. And I was like, if there was one thing I dedicate my life to is to bring out the leader within the youth in our community. And so that's Absolutely. what I spend a lot of our time doing with my brother, my best friend, just um, bringing out that leadership within students by asking them the, the tough questions, the necessary ones. So we facilitate workshops, we travel, we do keynote speaking all across the Southeast mm-hmm. uh, with major universities. And you know, when they say, when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life and mm-hmm. i feel like i'm not working right That's and awesome. I, I do got to give a shout out so gainesville is where the heart is right so all my people at newberry high school hawthorne <laughs> even ghs right behos east side pk young even i mean i'm just so thankful because y'all have probably seen us a little bit at y'all schools yeah but yeah. we get so much love when we go to all the high schools in gainesville so i just want to show much love like jose said i think growing up in gainesville um I knew what leadership, I had an idea what leadership was, but I didn't necessarily feel like I was a leader as well. And it's not until I got to college that I realized it's not a matter of whether you lead or not, it's a matter of how you're gonna use your leadership influence. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you know, through more study and of course through discipleship and stuff, uh, I've got a better framework of what love is, what leadership is and all those good things. So yeah, it's been real. That's awesome, yeah. So even now you guys are mentioning leadership. I just have to shout out our student leaders Come here on. at our woo, youth woo. group. Yeah. Youth. yeah, you guys are just so amazing. And mm. if you're not sure what those are, we have some students in our youth group who have just decided they're they're ready to mm. take the dive into leadership on, and they're just doing amazing things. So that sounds like something you're interested in. You should definitely check it out because it's really cool. So it's awesome to hear how Come passionate on. you guys are about that. So to get into just some, some love talk, some faithfulness talk, yes. one thing we've been talking about with the power of love is really focusing our our gaze on God's faithfulness mm. and how thankfully <laughs> he is way more faithful than us and than we could ever yeah. be. And he is so faithful that it actually mm. overcomes all of our unfaithfulness. And mm. I know I'm thankful for that because there's definitely been times where I've just like, maybe not with my words, with my actions, I've peaced out on God or right. I even just haven't given him the place he needs to. But thankfully he has never done that with me. And so I even wanted to talk to you guys Um, just being around young people how have you seen them or have you seen like the effect of really chasing after like love like how have you seen that go down Mm. yeah so quick background I know I said my name was Jose so I actually grew up in a really small town called Jennings Florida which had about 900 people so to me Gainesville when I came here for college (laughs) it was like Miami I felt like I was in Miami (laughs) like this city was huge and we only had one caution light but Mm. um, my background I grew up in a single parent home Mm. where actually at 11 years old my mom walked out of my life And so when she walked out from 11 to 16, I was just kind of like trying to fill in the void with Mm -hmm. um, everything else that I could Mm. to distract myself from trying to figure out why the woman closest to me will walk out of my life. And so I thought I had healed from that whenever I had accepted Jesus at 16. Then I went through 17, 18, 19. And then I realized when I came to UF, Mm. I was starting to chase success in the most unhealthy way but in reality i was trying to seek validation and affirmation because i didn't Mm. get that from my mom when Mm. i was younger and part of that though was i had different people that tried to pour into me and disciple me and mentor me throughout Mm -hmm. college and i pushed everybody away because i had trust issues Mm. i had a lot of trust issues and i started to think if the woman closest to me walked out of my life then you, there's no point in getting close to you because you might walk out of my life as well. Mm. And so for me, I started to realize that when it, I, I needed love. That's honestly what I needed. <laughs> yeah. I needed just like somebody to just hug me and mm. hug that little 11 year old Jose 
but I was trying to cover it up with the success and the mm -hmm. resume and, and just the popularity or just anything that I could mm. so that people didn't see that a little boy who just needed a hug and to hear those words, I love you. And so mm. I see a lot of that with the kids that we work with. We do a lot of mentorship and advocacy work in the community. And a lot of these kids are trying to find love and fill in a void that mm -hmm. someone left mm. that like they just haven't found that satisfaction yeah. mm. and they're going to keep going. They're going to keep going. They're going to keep going. And, yeah. and maybe in the crazy thing is a lot of times we think it's these kids that turn to drugs and, and like peer pressure and all of that. But sometimes it could be that quiet kid with the straight A's in college or in high school mm. who are hot, who is hiding and is also chasing um, something else because mm -hmm. they haven't been able to mm. feel or uh, find that love. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. bro. I think for me um, in terms of, the casework and things that we have done in the community, watching kids um, chase love or go through love. I think when I think about my own experience, it's really um, a matter of definitions. Yeah. And so mm. as a youth, as a teenager, uh, my definition of love, my makeup of love was based and influenced on what I saw on TV and what mm. I heard music or what I witnessed my friends watching. And I never truly spent the time to figure out what my like the definition was. So I was yeah. chasing after illusions. I was chasing after images. But when I look back at what I was chasing, it wasn't necessarily love, right? Because love and affirmation, there is affirmation in love, but affirmation is not uh, love by itself, right? Mm -hmm. Affirmation is just affirmation. And so I had to get to college and truly understand who I was in Christ to then be able to define what love was. And so when I look back at what students are chasing, I don't know if it's love per se. Mm -hmm. It's an illusion of love. But mm -hmm. Like you said, they're chasing affirmation. Mm -hmm. They're chasing pleasure, right? They're chasing validation. They're, we're chasing loneliness, but are we really chasing love? And one of the greatest way I like to define love. So if, if somebody ever tells you that they love you or they're dating, they want to be with you and they say, oh my gosh, I love you so much. Ask them these two questions. If somebody tells you they love you, ask them this. Well, what do you want for me? And what do you want from me? Mm. Okay, what do you want for me? And what do you want from me? Because you got to think about it in terms of the, our context of love and what love is to us. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave. Love in a context has a lot more to do with giving than it does with taking. Mm -hmm. And I felt like in what I've seen from students in high school, they're trying to make up and take things from people to make up who they are. And love is more of a, giving than it is a taking so yeah no john three sixteen, right yeah. for god so loved the world that he gave, gave. you know mm. his only son and i think about my dad so like people would say oh you're so lucky to at least have a father figure mm. you know your dad but i realized that even with my dad he never said i love you mm. like none of that like he or i'm proud of you like he wasn't like a words person mm -hmm. um and so my dad's idea of love was to provide and I see a lot of youth even be confused with how do I love somebody? Yeah. Do I just give them gifts? Like is that <laughs> yeah. like Christmas, mm -hmm. um, birthdays? Like is that just how to like how do I really show that I love somebody? And that's where I see a lot of the confusion happening um, yeah. in the city with our youth that we work with. They just they don't know how to love people. They think that maybe mm -hmm. loving people is by giving gifts instead mm -hmm. of just. Um, it could be, you know, the, the love languages, quality time, mm -hmm. acts of service, all of that. But like mm -hmm. our students, they're just being influenced by the media on scene. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's what love looks like. So I'm going to just um, yeah. try to act that out. Hello. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I really like what you guys are bringing up about like you have to define love and even asking yourself like, like what am I using to cover it up right now? Because mm. even going through, so our series Power of Love is based off of the book of Hosea. And what we're even talking about is if you look at Gomer's life, Gomer was a prostitute. Yeah. So like she had a very skewed perception of love. Hosea was trying to be faithful to her. He was trying to give her everything she needed. Yeah. We know that that is representative of God. Mm. And she ends up not even being being able to accept that because mm -hmm. of her own hurts. So even you talking about, you know, mm -hmm. having to understand your hurts with love, it really does make me think like, wow, if only we could understand what love is from yeah. the only one who can yeah. love perfectly, mm -hmm. then we would know what to be looking for. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so even with you guys, like I really want to press into to what you just said. Like, Azzy, I know you're married. So yeah. if you want to talk a little bit about how you feel like maybe God has shown how to love or just shown a little bit of that through your relationship for sure so shout uh first you know i've been married for uh seven and a half years going Ooh, on eight yeah uh um, we have a beautiful daughter gianna what's up and then we also have another uh one on the way who will be due in july too so our, def our family's definitely growing mm -hmm. but y'all i met my wife when i was in high school okay mm -hmm. i was a senior <laughs> she was a sophomore and i remember the day like yesterday i you know went up to her after school and i was like hey you know you look really beautiful that I, that I can I have your number and she said yes but the character that I had back then and the mind frame that mm -hmm. I had I never used it because I knew it wasn't going to be appropriate for the type of person that she was fast forward to a couple years later we were able to reconnect uh in college and you know we started hanging out and you know love kind of came from there but one of the ways I knew that my wife truly loved me or I got a taste to experience what love was from a romantic relationship side is there was a time in our relationship because we we're together, but there was a time in our relationship where I was just, you know, f walking away from God. We had got together on the basis of we're both going to chase God or both going to pursue God together. But there was a moment in our relationships to where I just was pursuing other things. I was trying mm. to, you know, get money. I was trying to fulfill mm -hmm. other desires. And I just lost that drive for the Lord. And, you know, my wife, being the godly woman that she is, you know, she saw it and she saw my transition now. She was like, hey, you know what? I think it's best for us to take some time apart. Mm. Mm -mm. And y'all, we go. took some time apart for like three months. But what was the most impressive about this time apart was that she was praying for me, y'all, the whole time. She was interceding come for on. me. She was praying that, you know, I come back to the Lord. I make my way back to the Lord. So whenever I think about that question, like, hey, you know, what do you want for me? What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. At the time, I wife then girlfriend didn't want anything from me she wanted the best for me and she knew that mm. the best for me was a relationship with god and so she was fervent in prayer she was fervent and just you know getting people connected to me that will help draw me back and so i think in terms of love even when she had no business with me uh she was still yearning for my soul because wow. she saw that was the best thing in my life mm -hmm. and i think that if i was to define love as you know, there's no, like Jesus said, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one friend. Mm -hmm. And even if you have friends or people that are not pursuing Christ, like, are you willing to intercede for them? Yeah. Are you willing to go hard and prayer for them? Are you really, are you willing to lay down your life in love and servitude to God in order to really see those people to the Lord? And, you know, once that three months ended, we kind of, I, I made my way back to the Lord. Thank God for prayer. And we've been together ever since. And so that, I think, was a taste mm -hmm. of what love is. And that, of course, expanded into our relationship and then marriage.
That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, and so I'm not married and I'm not in a relationship. So I'm single. I'm 26 years old and mm. I'm in like the most content season of my life let's go um i will say that my most and this might sound awkward um but you'll understand more my most intimate relationships in this season are my brothers my mm -hmm. best friends so i have there's three guys in my life that i would say like those are the dudes who like know me um i saw something on instagram this week that said like be a, hang around the people who hear you when you're not talking mm. and like this <laughs> dude right here y'all like just if I don't put a period on a sentence when I usually do, he'll catch that and be like, what's wrong? Mm. And I'm like, nothing. I'm good. FaceTime. <sighs> hey, what's up? What's going on with you? Mm -hmm. ah, I'm good. Or just he'll hear just the way I sound or I'm talking. Mm. Like He just he knows me so well because we spend a lot of time together. And the two revelations that God gave me the, over the last two years about love, mm -hmm. especially, especially when it comes to friendship, but this works for anything is, number one, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Mm -hmm. And for the last three years, I was living in fear that these three guys in my life would one day walk out again because I have mm -hmm. been having that fear since I was 12 years old when my mom left yeah. me at 11. And God's like, if you love them, there should be no fear in mm -hmm. y'all's brotherhood. That they're gonna walk away because i used to live in this what if i say something and then they leave tomorrow what if i do something you know and so mm -hmm. he showed me that when perfect love cast out mm -hmm. all fear and so if i love my dad i don't need a fear that my dad will be gone one day wow. because god loves my dad more than ever i can I, more than i can ever love him and then god also loves me more than my dad can mm -hmm. love me and same with my sister my little brother my best friend my brothers like all of these people like if i love them then there should be no fear in mm. that. That's and so good. I've asked the Lord to give me peace about people mm -hmm. um, in my life. And I no longer have to live with that anxiety because I was low-key having like a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. of just like, what if this is the last time we hang out? Yeah. Like, what if something, because, mm. like, I was that person, like, I, I know you're studying psychology, mm -hmm. so there's a psychologist did a research that says if your friendships can last more than seven years, you're more prone to have a lifelong friendship. Mm. And yeah. I have not been able to keep friends for more than three years. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Is there something wrong with me? You know, kind of thing. And then uh, when Ashley and I, mm. we just hit year, where we just entered year five in our brotherhood, I'm just like, I used to live with can we make it a seven years can we make it an eight years but yeah. now like i don't have that fear anymore yeah. like the scriptures has literally shown me perfect love cast out fear and then the other revelation he gave me about love was mm. love conquers sin yeah amen and so mm. if i love my brothers and my best friend and my family when they offend me or i feel like they've sinned against me mm -hmm. I can still love them through mm. that. Mm. Because if love conquers sin and perfect love casts Jeez. out fear, then why does Jose deal with anxiety, anxiety, entitlement, and just like when someone disappoints me, I quickly like want to cut them off, mm. you know? And it's like, people are going to disappoint us. We disappoint each other all the time. I probably yeah. disappointed him yesterday, yeah. and he's still here. He's still my friend. He still yeah. texts me today, you know? And so for me, I was holding people to, and unrealistic standard mm -hmm. because i hadn't really understood that wait 
God loves me. Mm. And I was, I'm a sinner. And he still <laughs> sent his son, Jesus, down the cross for my sins. And he's still, mm. um, I still wake up every single day. And my scripture every single morning that I read every day is um, his grace and mercy is new every single morning. And then whenever mm. I'm reminded about that, it's like, God, what? no matter what happened yesterday or last week or whatnot, like, mm. you woke me up today. And you love me again mm-hmm. today. And I think Ashley and my brothers, um, definitely Ashley, he's been like the fleshly example that God put in my life to show me what grace and mercy looks like on a daily basis. Because even wow. when I let him down, when I disappoint him, Ashley still shows up. Ashley still, you know, you want to go to Chipotle? I'm like, you're not mad at me. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry. I, I know I, I was rude yesterday. He's like, let's go grab Chipotle. And I'm like, God. This is like what you want to show me. Yeah. Like you, you don't hold yeah. grudges. Mm-hmm. And I think to to our testament, though, I think, you know, our brotherhood is centered in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. so That's therefore love mm-hmm. um, has its boundaries. Right. True love casts out all fear and it also has boundaries. So within a definition of love that I believe, at least, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. Mm-hmm. Right. Love perseveres yeah, um love keeps boast. no records of wrong it doesn't boast mm-hmm. like when you think mm-hmm. about those things they are mm. they they are needed boundaries in a mm-hmm. relationship in a friendship because love true love aligns with your will in christ jesus mm. okay true love pushes you to be in alignment with christ jesus anything that doesn't push you towards christ or in alignment with christ is not love I'm sorry, it's mm-hmm. not because God is mm-hmm. love. So the the love that you're experiencing hopefully has to be a reflection of the God yep. that we serve. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I, I do want to just stamp that like, you know, cause we, sometimes we chase, like you guys are going back to that that hurt piece. Cause you know, as you were talking about hurt, like I just keep seeing the, the reels of people being hurt by love, mm-hmm. whether it be by their parents, whether yeah. it be by relationships, whether it be by their friends. I mean, you see all this hurt, all this commotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but love covers all of that. Mm-hmm. But love also restores. Mm-hmm. And apart from the person yeah. you may be trying to chase or trying to come into your life, love transforms from the inside out. And mm-hmm. as much as we want other people to change, as love transforms us, our circumstances then change because we see differently. Yeah. And so love is such a powerful, powerful, um, just essence. And I think oh, it's yeah. important to address like church hurt too, mm. because I think a lot of times, like Talk I know for it. me, we, I was just telling you, like I, from being in Gainesville, I've probably been to like eight different churches in just like six years because like, there was like a lot of church hurt that I've experienced, but I had to like remind myself like this isn't God hurting me. Mm, this is just like people part. of God that hurt me, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that God is hurting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if anything, God is hurting whenever I'm hurting, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. that, you know, kind of thing. And so when we separate God from people, because people like Ashley can't be my God. Mm. Ashley yeah. can't be my Jesus. And there was a point where my sister was like, you're idolizing Ashley. And I was like, okay, God's like, I, I blessed you with Asley. Mm. You know, I've created Asley, but he's mm. not the creator. Like, I'm the creator. So, like, at the ending of the day, like, why are you running to Asley when you need, when you have a situation or when you, like, mm. need advice before you're running to me? Mm. Like, I was starting to put Asley in <laughs> cool. a lot of my friends. 
um, or mentors. Like a mm-hmm. lot of times we do run to people because they love us. Yeah. And I think it's good to seek, the Bible says seek wise counsel, mm-hmm. but if we're mm-hmm. not going to God first, yeah. mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he's not our first love. Mm-hmm. And in Revelations, we read about churches who do everything right. These people are doing everything right. And then like they, they, then they, they were like, mm-hmm. but you forgot about your first love. Mm. You forgot about why you're doing what you're doing yeah. in the first place. And is wow. so to ask the question is in terms of love, like let's say the people that we desperately need and desire to, to love and to want in our lives, are they trying to fill a spot that God should be fulfilling mm-hmm. for you? Mm. Yeah. Ask that again. Right? Like, are <laughs> the people that you claim you want in your life and you claim they hurt you and you claim they should be able to restore you and, you know, be make you whole. Make you happy. Make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, are are you trying to have them fulfill the responsibility that God has over you? That only God can. Or yeah. that God has within you. Because trust me, like, love does bring about great relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But great relationships only complement the love that's already in you and it doesn't necessarily can fulfill mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. God is fulfilling you and the relationships around us are complementary to his designed nature, his design word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even I remember, wow, you guys just dropped so much. I literally was like tearing up as you guys were talking. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so, so real. But mm-hmm. it was reminding me of like two really good things that stuck with me. My youth pastors told me when I was in youth group, well, they told the whole youth group, we were in a relationship series and it was at like different points throughout the series. And at one point, my pastor's wife said, you know, whatever relationship you're in right now, whether that's a mm. friendship or it's a romantic relationship, those people should compliment you. Yeah. They should never complete you yeah. because God is the only one who's going to be able to complete you. Yeah. So if Amen. that's what you're looking for, you will be hurt. It's not mm. a matter of if it is a matter of when, yeah. mm. because like you said, they're not Jesus. Like I can't put anybody in the shoes of jesus like i think of like my parents i love my parents they've been so good to me they're they're not jesus in my life they can't be because at the end of the day they're human yeah and so then the other things i remember um my pastor then once said he said imagine this so you're sitting with your friend and they come in you guys think you guys are best friends you tell each other everything and they come in and you can just tell something's wrong like something's beating on them and you say hey like do you want to talk about it like what's wrong like no no no, nothing nothing and you're like okay fine i guess and then as soon as somebody else comes in the room they're like oh my gosh i need to talk to you like you're not gonna be what happened and they leave Mm. and you're sitting there like dang i just asked you if you wanted to talk like (laughs) like think about how hurt you would be and he was like that's what we do every time we're running to somebody else and we're not running to god and so i remember sitting there and i was like dang like (laughs) conviction but it was it was so good because it's easy at least for me i know i love being around people as an extrovert so i'll do that with people like i will honestly go to people first i'll go to um all of my mentors all my friends Mm. for advice but remembering i need to prioritize my first love yeah Yeah. and so even to all my like our youth out there who are listening everybody you know asking yourself like we want you to be seeking wise counsel. We want you to be getting that advice. Get those good godly friendships. Mm -hmm. Those people who, when you're acting a fool, (laughs) when you're acting up, they're going to pull you back onto the right path. Like you were saying, get yourself a relationship. If they Mm -hmm. see you straying, they're like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, I'd rather you have Jesus before you have me. But before all of those things, don't ever forget your first love. Don't ever forget God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's so good. That's so Mm -hmm. good. Wow, so... I'm so sad that this is even ending because you guys have just brought so much truth. 
but mm. before we before we close i do want to ask you guys um how do you feel like god has even redeemed mm. like love while being loved by him i know you guys have touched on it a little mm. bit both separately but if either one of you can share yeah well i think for me so i brought this right and for those of you that are i was wondering why he gave me an orange too he's like don't eat it and so mine is sitting over there but i'm interested to see what's about so i brought this right so people i have my hand if you're listening let me not mess with this mic but if you're listening i have like an orange or a tangerine but it's it's like or a clementine right so it's one of those three but it's orange it's in my hand and so a lot of times when i ask people what i have in my hand all of you watching all of you listening you'll see that i have an orange and so what I'm about to do right now on camera is I'm about to unpeel this orange. Hmm. So that way I'm going to ask you another question as soon as I get done. So now. That was quick. Yeah. yeah was that a cutie? Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> might, it might be a cutie, but now, okay. So what time. do I have in my left hand? An orange. What do I have in my right hand? An orange peel. So usually whenever I show this in front of people, everybody says I have an orange, but everybody negates the orange peel. Mm. nobody addresses the orange peel. And I think when we think about love and what love is, mm -hmm. everybody thinks of the orange, but there's a peeling process that needs mm. to happen Let's go. before we can actually reach the orange. And so when I think about how God redeemed my life, especially in how he's loved me, right? How he's uh, restored me. Um, it was a peeling process like through getting closer to, to God, through getting closer to Christ and just deepening my faith, it was a peeling process of, mm -hmm. an unpeeling process of, man, what's my definition of mm -hmm. love? Why do I feel so hurt by people? Mm -hmm. why, why did I put so much expectations on people? Like God literally had to do an unpeeling process in me mm -hmm. for me to open up my arms and receive love completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that, that love that you feel once you're in freedom, it is something that it doesn't nothing else compares to mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and so when you talk about redemption i'm just thankful that we have a god who is patient mm -hmm. who is yeah. kind yes. right who does represent freedom who does want freedom for all of his children and which is why as you get closer he's more than excited to unpeel the layers of what you thought was mm -hmm. love to get you to experience true love which is him altogether that is so good <clears throat> oh my gosh that is so good wow I definitely encourage you guys to watch this if you get the chance because yeah. it really did come to life seeing the orange get peeled. <laughs> but, yeah. um, that's really good. So again, I just want to thank you guys even for like sharing some of your heart on this, sharing with us. I know that at least for me, a lot of the advice that I was given when I was younger, I didn't always know how to put it into practice yeah. because for some reason I was giving an given an odd amount of relationship advice considering how single I was mm. but it's funny because God really did use it and so even now like God used a lot of that advice that I was given to even redeem my friendships yes. because those were the relationships that I was in before I, mm -hmm. you know anything else and so even like hearing you guys talk that was just such a fresh perspective so I really want to thank you guys for that so of course I can't let you guys slip <laughs> away they told me they watched <laughs> They binge watched the whole season. <laughs> yeah, yes. so we know what's happening. Last week. Yes, there yeah. we go. That's somebody who knows. So then y'all know what's coming next. We're about to play. If you know, you know. Come on. And if you don't know, okay. then you don't know. Let's do it. Let's so do it. I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. You already know the vibes. Right. You're gonna answer pretty quick. So let's start off, Asley. Yes. 
What is the cringiest Valentine's moment that has happened to you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I hate to bring this up. Because I think the person might be watching. Oh, Lord. Or they, they probably not. Well, okay. maybe I can send it to them, right? As a redemption, I Don't should send it no to names. them. But y'all, this was 10th grade year. I believe 15, what, 15, 16 at the time. And, you know, Valentine's Day was coming up the day after right so i was like man I'm, i don't have a valentine like i need to do something i need to figure something out right and so i'm like okay let me just go to class and maybe like i could ask like somebody to be my valentine and i made this awkward and so long story <laughs> short i ended up asking this girl to be my valentine and lord behold by the she said yes okay by the by Aww. grace I, she said yes and i was like okay i have a valentine this is going to be great so you know, when you have a Valentine's last minute, what do you do? You go to Walgreens, you go to Walmart, you go to Dollar Tree. Everything is already out of stock. So you try your best to <laughs> scramble to get a good item. But long story short, I was only able to get like, it was like maybe this small like chocolate candy and maybe like a little card and that was it. And so when I got to school the next day to surprise my Valentine, um, this girl literally went all out. Oh. I mean, teddy bear. She had chocolate. She had da 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 for wow. the exchange, and all I had was like a five dollar worth thing. <laughs> and I, you know, I felt so bad, like ever receiving everything from her because she, I could tell she really went all out and oh. she really thought this through. And I just kind of did it just to say I had a Valentine. So from that moment forward, I learned that every Valentine now, if I'm gonna participate, I'm gonna go. And make it happen right so, and so he still cringes so i still cringe because i'm <laughs> yeah, like yo was, you that was all like i gave like so little effort y'all so i mean what effort. store did you go to bro i, I literally like walgreens was store? no walgreens. uh walgreens cvs was next to my they house so I quality yes okay so you know a little quality and i was on a it tight was like budget tree yeah at least yeah you gave her walgreens <laughs> still, yeah it's, and okay. I, it's crazy because when i look back at it now i think too it's a perfect compliment to what we we're talking about yeah right like how we you know in terms of our love we have these small items but y'all god has something so bigger yeah. for mm. us yeah so bigger preach about it to give as long as we're willing to receive like yeah. i literally there was a picture on social media that always um you know goes viral every year and um it's a picture like a drawing of a kid with a beat up teddy bear mm -hmm. and like there's a figure of like god or jesus mm -hmm. um who's like trying to get the teddy bear and the little kid is holding on to it tightly but behind jesus he's holding like this huge teddy bear <laughs> it's like if you only just give me this little beat yeah. up teddy bear i have something bigger so mm -hmm. that just reminded me that's of that let's go yeah. look at that dang that's good y'all y'all can preach let me tell you <laughs> All right, Jose, this is just kind of silly, but I've got to know because I have opinions. Okay. What is your least favorite Valentine's Day candy and why? My least? Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't even think twice about this one. The itty bitty heart shaped candy. Like sweet no, tarts. No, no, no. No, no? not sweet tarts. They're heart shaped and they got like the words on it. Um, like B mine or something like that? Yeah, like B mine. Oh. It's like a little, it's like a little box and mm -hmm. they got like a bunch of them. I hate those. They're only cute. They yeah, taste disgusting. Yeah, they taste disgusting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, like I hate that. And then anything mint chocolate. Mm. I don't think mint yes. needs to go on anything except for my bubble gum and my toothpaste. And so I agree. mint chocolate. And it comes out on Valentine's. So both of those, I it hate does, that. It does, yeah. Like, I don't know if who's out there trying to get mint chocolate. But personally, <laughs> it is Olive a thought no out. for me. Yes. Olive Garden does yeah. give them out. Mm -hmm. I mean, ooh, don't cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right good this is the information i needed 
So yeah. as you guys know, you have your weekly challenge. Some of you guys, yeah. let's. I just want to shout out one of our students came and told us she did one of her weekly challenges. She's like, I talked to somebody in my class and I got to find out all this new stuff about them. And I was like, you go girl, you do that. So y'all's challenge this week, I want you guys to send in to Greenhouse Youth at Greenhouse underscore youth on Instagram your like cringiest mm. valentine's day card that you made <laughs> like i'm talking the ones that your mom put on the fridge and she left for a little too long uh, like she should have thrown away i'm unashamed to say that i made my mom a valentine's day card when i was like literally a senior in high school and she still has it on the fridge wow. Wow. and i'm graduating college right now but shout out mommy she really loves me <laughs> <laughs> she she just is really proud of me so i want you guys to send that in and we are going to feature some of the really funny ones because mm. i personally would love to laugh yeah, same. <laughs> um, i'm gonna go stock the IG oh page. yeah gotta gotta stock the ig page about that if you're not following Greenhouse Youth on Instagram, you need to. We're always keeping you guys updated. That's at Greenhouse underscore youth. We're on TikTok. That's at GH underscore youth. Y'all know the variations. And before you guys go, we are going to do a little, a little affirmation time. Because if y'all didn't know, you need to know what the uh, truth is about, your, about mm. yourself. So y'all are going to play this back. Say with me if you want. All right. So it's going to be, I have the power of Christ in me. I am chosen, seen, and loved. Mm. I am more than a conqueror. I will refuse to be moved by the tides of culture, but I will follow Christ. I am not another statistic, but I will be a part of changing the narrative of Gen Z. Mm. We will be full of life. We will walk in love and trust in Jesus. Remember guys, as you go out, chase the faith, not the feelings. We'll see you next time. Mm.